0: Hey, welcome to this special bonus episode of the infamous podcast. I'm Brian. This is Daryl. And we're talking Soups and Lolo episode three. It's a thing. You called it that in the text. Yeah. It's Soups and Lolo now. It's 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 a thing. I'm gonna make it happen. I'm
1: okay, gonna have, I'm gonna have
0: Brad make me a shirt, Soups and Lolo.
1: Okay, it kinda reminds me of Darcy talking about the hex. It's catching on. Darcy. Too bad we don't have a woo just like shaking no, his head like no, that. It's no.
0: It's well i i i meant to text you it's catching on but you know um (laughs) anyway uh so we are we're pulling this out of the regular episode this week because we have a special guest on the episode coming out on sunday um and we really wanted to talk about it because i know i love this show um after three episodes i i think it gives it's it's scratching that small village um That the CW shows literally have Never done for me so um, But yeah
1: Yeah so It took me a while to Or or not a while I just got Had an epiphany today about this show Watching it again for the second watching the You know this last episode for the second time (laughs) And yes I caught when I talk to people I Almost always say Smallville And I'm like no not Smallville But this show hit, resonates with me in the, in a way that another show did that I did not expect to, and you'll I think you'll understand where I'm going with this. It's not that they're the best shows, but they resonate with me in a way that one I'm I, I was not expecting, and two just m- brings me joy every time I see it, watch it. And the other one is Cobra Kai. Yeah. It's one of I thought you were going to say it, it, Dark
0: Angel starring Jessica Alba. Oh, uh, oh man, that's going <laughs> back in the
1: day.
0: No, I I get that. It's got that little nostalgia feel to it because of the small villain nature of the show. Right. Um but at the same time it's its own twist on the characters.
1: Yeah. And one of my buddies, Jim, like we were talking about a little bit last night and he had a He had a great uh, response to me about, you know, how much he likes it. He's like, this is a compelling family drama that happens to have Superman as the father.
0: Right. So, I mean, so that was like one of the first things I was going to talk about is like helicopter dad, Superman.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Talk about creeping you out. Like,
0: well, hold on a second. When, how did the? I'm curious as how these two did not put that together. The minute they found out he was Superman, like, hey, do you listen in on us? That would have been the very first thing I asked. But also, I'm, I'm a paranoid freak, so you know,
1: that probably wouldn't have been the first thing I asked. I, there have been a bunch of other things I would have asked, but I, I would have asked like once you got to the powers and how much he can hear. Yeah. To that point right. I'm actually surprised like when they were talking about like so you can hear stuff across the world or you hear everything I'd have been like do you spy on us so right there that would have been that would have been my lead-in like if you would have been like yeah I can hear a, a you know a bridge collapsing in China right right so yeah but, and it's yeah. also interesting because we get you know as We get that scene. So, first of all, the intro scene in this week with them as a family, you know, in the room, trying to figure out colors of what they were going to paint, you know, the living room Mm -hmm. was amazing. Just those four, you know, those four actors do such a good job of representing. uh, They they seem like a family, such a family in a way that it's you you don't see that much on other shows and I, that's what i love about this it's yeah. just yeah like, they Absolutely. all have th- their little quirks and foibles but the way their chemistry together i mean we talk about you know the brothers you know jordan and jonathan we talk about clark and lois chemistry together but you know the chemistry as the four, know, sons as of the these unit, two people yes yeah. As yeah, as as the a, family yes unit. as a family unit is <laughs> and just lois coming coming up to jonathan and just like throwing the paint on him right <laughs> right and the that was just such a heartwarming scene. So you watched and The Office, then... right? Yes.
0: So I imagine this scene is the catch-up fight that Michael Scott was talking about wanting with his family. Right? <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. When he's like, I want the tickles. I want the catch-up fights. It's like, what is a catch-up fight? What like, what, what are you talking about, you crazy person? Um, but, like, you know, that's all I could think of watching is like, oh, this is a catch-up fight. Just with paint. <laughs> um but no, you're absolutely right. I mean, the 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 way these 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 four actors really come together and have a family unit and like you buy it, you buy that these people have lived together for 15 years. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the having having uh Elizabeth Bitsy Turlock and and Tyler Hoagland having had the, the the ability to play this couple on on Supergirl. I think really helps set the stage for this show. And then absolutely. Um, I think also like at the end of crisis when, or whenever he was calling and she's like, yeah, the twins. And he's like, what do you mean? The twins um, kind of helped the two of them find that space before stepping into, you know, being parents of teenagers as the world's most famous journalist and, um, you know, the man of steel.
1: Yeah. And,
0: Again, I've seen this, that
1: type of, you know, play, whether it be, you know, paint, food fights or, you know, water fights in many shows. And it rarely hits as well as this one hit. And right. that was such a good intro to the show. But it also was a reminder, though, that, hey, their dad is Superman. And what happens? Like in the middle mm-hmm. of them having that family moment, you know, as we talked about, he hears a, a freaking bridge collapsing in China and just he's gone. Just like that.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and and I like how she's like, Oh, I guess we don't have to hide it anymore. Uh I thought it was very reminiscent to the mud fight um in Modern Family when they had the white um Yeah, I just watched that episode they where they were gonna do the family photo. Uh yeah, I, I put I just, it very close to that.
1: Yes. I just watched that episode two nights ago, I think. <laughs> nice. <So. laughs>
0: Which is great.
1: Yeah, Which we're we're all show, the, way, the into, way into
0: we're all the way into season four already. So yeah. I mean I'm we've only... watched the we've watched it already, but yeah. yeah.
1: And I what I liked about this week is that we got a little break from the whole Captain Luther thing. And it was more about and granted, we do move forward with a little bit with Lois doing her little thing, mm-hmm. trying to bring down Morgan Edge. But also we get it's more of like the family problems and Again, maybe one of the highlights of the episode is Jordan deciding to play football. Right.
0: Which was like <laughs> awesome. Right. I mean, like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I somehow, okay, so I've watched every episode twice. Um, Same here. And yeah. I somehow missed the fact that he had super strength. Well, we never see it. No, no, um, like that, that it was even mentioned anywhere. Like, yeah. I, I completely, like, I just remember Jorrell saying, He's uh, he sucks. <laughs> why yeah. did you bring and, him here?
1: <laughs> and it's kind of funny because basically that's what, jo- uh, well, what yeah. Jordan says later on. That's but why I,
0: I said it that way. To, but
1: the thing is, we knew he had, he had something with the durability, at least when those things, those you know, those pipes fell on him. But we never, to your point, Jorrell kind of. It's kind of, it was kinda of like he threw us off the scent where he says his like his powers are going to be inconsequential or something along those lines. Yeah. He's ne- you know, he he hasn't been able to duplicate it uh because his cells can't can barely hold enough of the sun's, you know, sun's energy or whatever. Right. And I so think I said
0: it, moving to Smallville in the nice Kansas sun, even though it seems to be always overcast in this show, <laughs> um, out of the smog-filled metropolis might actually help him.
1: Yeah, it could. It it absolutely could. It, it looks like uh, it's gonna
0: rain all the time.
1: Yeah, so far it has been. So, and maybe it's just
0: because they shot in Vancouver. And I mean, you know, yeah, that's what the Vancouver weather looks like.
1: But yeah, so, but, but, you know, we we get a little bit more from the uh, Lana's family as well, with her and Sarah, you know, the the mother and the teenage daughter, you know, butting heads, which it, it again, go into that family drama thing what i liked so far what i've liked so far is that you know there are issues with these families but it doesn't go it hasn't yet gone that cw route where it's gone where it's uber drama you know not not, uber familiar not Not yet not yet
0: i mean we're definitely gonna get there but not yet i mean because there was no there was no kyle in this episode um
1: yeah he was in there one he was in there for like two seconds right because so of yeah when, i mean, the when they read the house.
0: but i mean like there was no like big kyle scene um yeah. i mean it really kind of focused it focused on um clark and the boys the boys in football and then jordan and uh, sarah and then lolo and her escapades of yeah the intrepid <laughs> her escapades but um yeah. So no, the football scenes were great. Um, I like how they call him short stack. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, he's like not that much smaller than Jonathan. Um, but yeah, I thought it was kind of shitty that the, the coach made, made John run. What the hell was that about? Yeah. Yeah. It's more ass, thanks because- for hiding. It's like, screw you coach.
1: Yeah, that so, <laughs> that was some bu- that was some bullshit right there. But that,
0: that's just a sign of a bad coach. That's probably a team that doesn't win a lot. I bet they get a lot of penalties. Um, it's the, I, I assume they're kind of like the Bengals.
1: <laughs> so, so this is the interesting thing, and in, I, I I've actually was thinking about this, and you know, we've mentioned Smallville because remember Clark played football for a short amount of time
0: on Smallville. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but what are your like? It's a very interesting thing. And I loved what Jonathan said about why Jordan might need this. And it's a reminder to, and I don't want to get too preachy, but it's a reminder to how important sports can be, not just for, you know, getting to the pros, but for a lot of the camaraderie it builds. And sometimes and confidence, it builds with people, whether it be boys or girls, to be able to be in a team environment and, you know, sometimes when you're, you know, sort of an oddball, like Jonathan is or, or like Jordan is being in a team environment could be a, a major boon to, you know, help him work through some of the issues that he's had right his entire life.
0: Yeah. And no, I loved it...
1: how Jonathan went to bat for him and said, Hey, I understand where you're coming from dad. And, and, and for Clark to be able to listen and just, like think about it and then actually go to Jordan mm-hmm. and make the decision there instead of saying nah, you know what, I'm not going to let you do it.
0: I think that shows the bond that John and and Clark have. Yes. I think I think we we really got to see that. And and because Clark has mentioned, I mean in the first 5 minutes they talked about how difficult Jordan was and how easy mm-hmm. Jonathan was. And 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 having uh, you know Clark and Jonathan be close is great. And seeing how their relationship hasn't changed since Jordan's powers have manifested, I think, was really, really cool. Um, but I do think Jonathan was on the lookout to make sure, like, hey, you're out here for the right reason. You're not just out here so you can hurt people. Yes. Um, and I don't think he was out there for the right reason at first. But then to Jonathan's point, he he was, like, he was happy. They, 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 the, the guys were cheering him on. The guys were happy for him. Um you know, obviously not um Sarah's boyfriend. But then they but even I, had their moment yeah. of uh, you know, where where Jordan apologized. Like like he, you know, like, you know, I mean, we were all high school kids, right? We're we're all right dumb creatures of pure idiom <laughs> ego, right? Um right. and we <laughs> he just he's like hey, I'm sorry that I, I kissed her. I didn't know. It's like it
1: wasn't right. Yeah, yeah. it was like it wasn't right.
0: And, and, And you know, and and they made up they made up now they're they're going to be prom dates and it'll be great. (laughs) Okay, that's a kind of a leap. But
1: anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but I I think that was the turning point in him seeing that this was more than just punching the bully in the face. Oh, yeah. So I, I and again, he even talks about that with Clark, where Clark says, are you really doing this for basically he's asking if he's doing it for the right reason he admits it he's like you know at first it was not necessarily but like the past couple days I'm like really happy I'm really and you could see it on his face again you know these like these actors are doing such a great job portraying because I think it was last week you said how much of these different emotions that Jordan has to portray right Um, and he does such a good job of and you could see, you could almost see that joy, like that, you know, you're talking about how it, it looks overcast all the whole time, pretty much these first few episodes. And you could see that little, you know, that little, those little rays of sunshine, like in his, per, you know, like within him, kind of peeking through that, you know, the doldrums of what has been, you know, just a chaotic life so far so
0: yeah i I think alex garfin has a lot to lot to shoulder on this show right like right he's got to carry a lot of that uh internal drama that that the boy of steel would have whereas i think i i still stand by i think jonathan uh jordan elias is is the most important character on the show um because he's going to be the ground wire that that keeps everything feeling uh realistic like lived mm-hmm. in like authentic um and then Jordan is ge- um sorry Al- Alex as Jordan is going to be the one who has to like take and and build on, on on what Jonathan Kent is is and and how to how to like live up to I know they're twins but his older brother's uh expectation if mm-hmm. you will and then how, how is he going to make sure that – how is he, Jonathan, going to make sure that Jordan stays in line um, and continues to be happy? I, I'm really interested to see what happens with Sarah and Jordan. Um, they're obviously going to have a relationship. Um, there There's not going to be any time off between Sean and Jordan for her. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: And and I, I did think – and again, the, this was kind of one of those teen moments where – you know she forces jordan and jonathan who are at the at the you know at the diner to listen to her argument with her mother right. and their faces were <laughs> it and again uh, like one of my favorite scenes in supernatural is when sam and dean go visit jody and jody's adopted these two girls and one of the girls is the daughter of the vessel that Castiel, castiel's vessel and the topic of sex comes up and sam and dean are i'll have to send you the clip it's one of the funniest scenes in supernatural like their reaction to having to listen to these these females talk about this stuff
0: so and that's i didn't see that in the first five seasons and that wasn't in the 10-year retrospective so i think you're making things up
1: Okay, I'm I'm nodding off on this type of stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm never gonna give up.
1: <laughs> no, but it, it reminded me of that. We're looking at especially I think especially Jonathan's face. Yeah. It was just like, oh my god. So like, for,
0: for a second there, did you think that like maybe they were gonna like try and do like a love triangle between the twins and her?
1: I there are moments that I
0: that, that happens where I'm like or are they just, like,
1: really cool? Because, like, again, one of the instances is when the three of them are walking to the buses at the end of the episode. And, you know, she kind of, like, gives Jonathan this shove. And I think it was last episode, they they there was this look that passed between yeah. them for something. But it always comes back, I think, to how Sarah can relate to Jordan. Because, again, where she mentioned right. at the diner. You know, do you ever feel like uh, you want to get away or something along those lines? And oh, yeah, John...
0: and it was great because he's like, I didn't until the school year.
1: Yeah, until I moved, to Smallville. <laughs> until I moved here. Yeah, <laughs> and then, but Jordan right away says yes, and then she gets that look mm-hmm. to Jordan where it's like we are simpatico. Yep. and and a lot of this stuff.
0: True love, man. True love.
1: Yeah. So, I I just man, this yeah this this show just brings me so much joy when it.
0: And it's yeah. like, all right. And so when it, like, when it comes on, all right. So the subtitle for this is Smallville is a Strange and Dangerous Place. Um, we haven't even talked about the escapades of um, the small, Smallville Gazette's latest intrepid reporter, uh, Lolo, um,
1: getting her car blowed up.
0: Dude, d- I, okay. How great was Clark's line when he's like, well, it's not your first Molotov cocktail? <laughs> yeah. What a strange and wonderful life they had. Um,
1: I also like how she mentioned how she made herself look like a fool. Yeah, because when she told Kyle, she was like, "Morgan Edge did this," and I'm like, Lady woman, if you think that, you don't say that. That that was just like a terrible timing to say something like that. Yeah, especially if you're trying to convince a guy like Kyle, who already is on the Morgan Edge train. Yeah. Uh, you don't, and but she admitted that to Clark. She was like, "Yeah, I made a fool of myself." And you know, Clark, Clark didn't say no. You didn't. <laughs> He's like, eh, just like you know, everybody makes mistakes or something. And that was one of the things about this episode. You know, people making mistakes. And before we get back to, you know, we get back to Lois's escapades. Yeah. How about that scene between Clark and jo- Jordan when Jordan says, "You know what? S- mistakes. You know, you make mistakes. You get fired. You you bring us here. You know." i kind of basically i i want those you know i want back the times where you weren't here yeah and then clark clark's response was where he just said steps up to him go to your room yeah now that was i don't know what it was about that moment but i like that because this is not just it's not all angst but at the same time it's not all sunshine either it's it's so far it's been they've They've balanced that, you know, these teenagers, and especially with Jordan, who's you know who has you know some issues, and it's they've done such a good job of making these people human, feel human, and not feel like characters.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, I, I I will say while the lowest stuff is interesting, I think the the woman they've saddled her with at the Smallville Gazette is is a really weak part of the show um what's her name i don't even know that's the problem <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find it um let's just call her smallville gazette editor number one because i'm sure she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna get killed at some point yeah um and and how about
1: uh daniel cudmore uh coming in as the i actually don't know what he is subject so. 11 is that what it said on there?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's like what he's called. So, um, yeah, okay. So, Lois is on to it. This woman um, saw her article about Morgan Edge. She comes in and, and she shares the voicemail of her son who has since disappeared. Um, and uh, Lois obviously jumps into action and, uh, you know, starts following the story she gets to get or she goes to meet with sharon and um you know it it doesn't it doesn't end well when she shows up there you you get um uh project 11 and and so project or subject sorry subject 11 um and it's subject s-u-b-j-e-k-t and i don't believe there is actually a subject 11 in the comics um, there is a subject 17 who was uh an alien. Like Android 17? No. <laughs> I think that's Android 18. Um subject 17 was a was a like a villain from the Soviet Union who um had crashed and its mom died um while giving birth to it and succumbing from its uh her injuries from the the crash because she wouldn't like the medical equipment and stuff that they used wouldn't help her. Um, and so, yeah, so subject 17 escapes, um, fights Superman. And, you know, um, anyway, it's, it's a, it's a whole weird thing. It's, it's one of those weird, like pseudo Kryptonian type characters that, um, is, is part of it. He was, he's from new earth. Um, Anyway, so that was interesting. That fight was great. I think it really shows off how it really showed off how short Tyler Hoechlin is though. Um Well, Cudmore is 6'8". Well, I get that. But like at, but, at yeah. the same time, like even when he kind of flew up, you know, to to like yeah. freeze him, um you know, that was that was just weird. Um and and you know, if you guys don't know Daniel Cudmore was um Colossus in the the X-Men movies. Um, not Deadpool.
1: Not Deadpool, but in X... Was so, he in
0: X2? I, uh, I know no, he, was he was in X3. An, oh, yeah, he was in X2.
1: I think briefly. Yeah, I think it might have been like that. Yeah, he's like, in X2. Oh, yeah, boy. he is. Okay. So. But, yeah.
0: But, and then he was in uh, Daisy Future Past and, and that stuff, too. Um, yeah. He was in Legends of Tomorrow?
1: He was also in uh, that show Sirens. Which was funny because he wasn't like really a like a, he wasn't he didn't do any, he didn't have a lot of physicality in the sense his character I should say didn't really have any physical even though he's like he's he's I mean he's six eight and again I'm I'm not sure if he's still put together like he was during the X Men movies but uh, yeah he's 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 not an average human being no
0: uh, oh he was Jackhammer and Arrow as well interesting yeah he was in oh, Days I forgot of Future about Past that, yeah. um... Anyway, uh he is uh, so he he's he he fought Superman to a standstill. He actually knocks Supes out. Um and then he he got like it was great. We got to see like some great like superpowers. Um yes. not just Superman saving things and, and lifting rocks. Um but like actually using the freeze breath and and like I'd like how um watching Superman have to go like you know, he was surprised when he goes to punch the guy. and you know he's holding back because right you know that's what happens and in 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 true Superman fashion he holds back too much and you know yeah. and then he has to like step it up. but um, but that it was it was really 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 cool. Um, and then kind of the way this episode ends. So the character's name is Leslie Lar. And we assume she's Morgan Edge's assistant, um, because uh, we're assuming she's talking to him. Um, she burns subject eleven up with what looks like heat vision. Now, um, there is no, uh, what did I say? Her name was Leslie Lar. There's no Leslie Lar in the comics, but from Earth one, there is a Lisa, uh Lesla Lar, L E S L A slash Lar, who was um a Kandorian and um, she was an enemy of Supergirl. Um, so, you know, like she could be a version of, of that character. Um, but she is Kryptonian. She was a scientist in Kandor. Um, she, she, um, she first appeared she first appeared in 1961 in action comics 279 uh her last appearance was in 1981 in superman family 206 um i i I was i was looking that up especially because when they said the name the leslie larr name i was like this is this sounds familiar and so i actually pulled out some comics um and then right now i'm just reading from the the dc fandom um site (laughs) but you know heaven forbid <laughs> uh anyway uh, it's an inside joke um but yeah so i mean but she's she's kryptonian she's got like all the stuff um i don't think she fly oh she does fly okay um so yeah so I, this is the one thing that turned me off going to the kryptonian well in the third episode of the series so i have a question though
1: is there a chance but then then that that begs the question how like i was going to say is there a chance that like subject 11 for instance like their edge or someone is doing something with experimentation with alien biology that gives them some of them powers and others not because my first thought was that she's she's kryptonian that was right. my first thought uh with the heat vision and everything but the way she just, you know, you know, sandblasted our boy, which he obviously he had the strength, but he mm. never ne- didn't have the durability. Is there something else going on that more than her just being Kryptonian? Yeah. Uh, and, ah. there, and there's something deeper. And it it might tie into what was her name? Sharon's the disappearance of that woman, Sharon's right. son. Yeah. And, and the project that he was on or something along those lines.
0: Mm hmm. So I, I I'm curious because like I did not watch the last I only watched the first two and a half seasons of Supergirl before I tapped out. Um, yeah, me and too. I mean, it's on season six now, right? Um, right. So, did they ever go to Candor? Is Candor a part of the Supergirl show? Mm, I couldn't tell I'll, you. I'll tell you right now. I'm not going back and watching that shit. Oh no! Um. <laughs> absolutely not! Absolutely not! But uh, no. but yeah, I I I don't I don't know. Um. So yeah, so I think maybe there's maybe something from Supergirl where because I mean this is a spinoff. Um, I mean already after three episodes, it's superior in every way. But yeah. um, but yeah, I will say so interesting thing. Uh, this episode was directed by Gregory Smith, who is one of the uh, the executive producers who you might remember from I think it was Everwood. Oh really? <laughs> um, yeah, he's uh he's had a really prolific like tv uh directing career and everything um i don't know if you ever did you ever watch the show rookie blue uh it was on abc i, uh, I remember
1: that show so, i think i did watch it yeah, here, here and
0: there he was one of, yeah he was on everwood he was one of the cops in that i really liked that show it had missy peregrim in it um who was also on smallville for an episode like every canadian actor and actress was um but yeah so he's actually one of the one of the like main producers on um Lois and Clark. So or I'm sorry, of uh Superman and Lois. So but yeah, it was really cool to see him directing the uh the episode. Oh, I know this guy. Oh, I know yeah, I know him. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean he's got that is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, he's like really like created an awesome uh an awesome uh career behind the camera. So um and then Brent Fletcher was the writer he's written for law or written for lost. He was a producer on agents of shield. He was a producer on Spartacus. Uh, he is also a producer on, uh, on uh Superman and Lois. So yeah. Oh wow. He wrote a bunch of episodes. He wrote 15 it, episodes yeah. of shield. He wrote, Oh, he wrote, Oh, did he write the finale? So, uh, sorry, uh, I'm just going through his IMDb. Um, yeah, I mean, he wrote a bunch of Spartacus, too, which is, is really great. Uh, I love that show. It's so good. Um, yeah. Oh, this was the second to last episode when Crixus died. R.I.P. Crixus. Spoilers, um, yeah. dude. Come on. What, you didn't watch? No, I I did. Yeah, well, Chris is a historical character who was killed and crucified, like, you know.
1: Dude, how many people know that, like, historically speaking? I don't know. Oh, he any, wrote an episode of, of Friday, of Friday Night Lights, too.
0: Sorry. Um, so, I, I'm sure. Did I ever tell you the story about when I worked at Blockbuster and Titanic came out and the lady came up and she was like, I love this movie. I'm so sad with this ship sinks." I was like, spoilers. I've, I haven't seen it yet. Um, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, lady, it was. <laughs> it was... <laughs>
1: okay, okay, that so, that's a little bit more common knowledge but, type yeah. thing versus uh some gladiator back in you know two thousand years ago or whatever it was.
0: And he was one of Spartacus's chief generals. You you should all and, know about him. He was. And, a... Yeah,
1: that's that's like, you know, that's like me saying, man, I'm I'm tell, telling somebody about you know you know how the Spartans lost at Thermopylae. <laughs> which again I'm the nerd I knew that way before the movie came out well, but anyway yeah. so yeah I'm, I'm a geek like that so yeah I, I learned
0: I learned that when the comic book told me no I'm kidding <laughs> um but no I learned that
1: I learned that stuff when the history channel actually showed stuff about <laughs> history
0: when it was the history channel before it came it became the all Hitler network and then before <laughs> it became the uh uh, what is it now uh scripted television and fortune fire <laughs> so
1: yes pretty much yeah
0: uh <laughs> yeah the hitler network that was you you could turn on uh you could turn it on every no matter what time of day there was a documentary about hitler on it's like uh come on guys let's let's have something else <laughs> anyway um well cool i i think um so let's say for Frozen superpowered henchmen out of five. I'm going to go three and a half this week.
1: I'm going four. It's, it's, I, and again, I don't want to jinx it, but the way this show, you know, puts a smile on my face these first three episodes, if they keep this up. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be like four all around fours all around with me or or above. I I know there's gonna be a, one of these episodes though that drags. That's just yeah the nature of the beast. That I don't care how good a show is. They're like, you know how much we love The Expanse, and you know season four. Yeah, you know, there were several episodes in season four. There were a few episodes this season five where it was just
0: like eh, too okay. much, Marco. Um, yeah, yeah. So, no, I I just like I feel like it's a solid B. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it's a solid B, like just right there. Like the pilot was an A, the 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 second episode was an A. This isn't a letdown by any stretch of the imagination, but it's just a, yeah. to me, it's just a B. Yeah, and that's that's pretty damn good. Sure. it's it's a well above a passing grade.
1: Yeah, but yeah, so far is again love the show, just love. Just the good feelings that I get When I sit down and watch this You know like when I start this is one of those shows When I watch like my phone is in the Other room or something like yeah. I don't need To text anybody I don't need to watch Look at anything I can look up somebody Who like hey this person looks familiar I can yeah. Wait until the show's over or when I Watch it a second time but yeah This is one of those shows I watch uninterrupted So that's That That says something
0: I just really try to find a room That's dark enough because It's so overcast <laughs> In this show, <laughs> so i can watch it and see everything anyway all right um well cool anything else
1: no nah, that's i just
0: is it tuesday yet man no it is not tuesday <laughs> yet we still have a whole nother
1: podcast
0: to do this week
1: so um uh, there's it's gonna be some interesting things we talk th- about it's there gonna be that.
0: very fun casey's been on the show before actually casey was the very first like kind of fill in while we were waiting for you to get up to speed um so yeah, or second, no, Matt was the first. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to have Casey back. He's been on a couple times, so um, lot. It'll be a lot of good toy talk, a lot of good Star Wars talk. Um, you know, so and it'll be the first time Casey and Daryl meet. So it'll be awesome because everyone will be in studio, which will be nice.
1: I'll get to see the new carpet. And the new yes, and, uh, it's kind
0: of done. I mean, like honestly, it's 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 it's, <clears> it's done <throat> in here. So it's it's been it's nice i don't it, it's, i spend way more time in here than i i should so <laughs> all right well on that note thank you all for listening and we will uh see you soon later peace out the infamous podcast is recorded in kings mills ohio just north of cincinnati you can find new episodes every sunday on apple podcast youtube spotify google podcast our website or Anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamous podcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamous podcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from MeMichaelHenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.